From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. The hurricane watch for the Cayman Islands has been lifted. Hurricane Grace is moving west-northwest at 16 miles per hour with expected landfall in the Yucatan Peninsula tomorrow morning. While Cayman Brack and Little Cayman were able to declare all clear at 1 p.m., winds of bands and torrential rain will continue to affect Grand Cayman into the evening. Weather forecaster at the Cayman National Weather Service, Avalon Porter. Okay, um, right now this storm is about 154 miles to the west of Grand Cayman. It's at... Um moving away from us, and as a result, we like to but um, weather conditions gradually improve, but we, are still, um, we still have one or two spiral bands over the Cayman area right now, so we like to expect some showers throughout the early evening, early night, and some gusty winds um, during those showers. It's rough seeds, and we'll basically by 10 o'clock, we should have a all clear, and then come tomorrow, we will want to... Um, Harder cloudy skies and moderate southeasterly winds. Um, we still, the seas will still be rough, so we have a, um, it's a, a marine warning for tonight, but tomorrow we'll have borders start to um, exercise caution over um, open borders as we still be looking at maybe, um, say, four to six foot seas. Grace reached hurricane status around 10 a.m. local time when it was located 69 miles west of the Cayman Islands. As a result, the islands were spared of hurricane force winds, which extended only 20 miles out from the center of the cyclone, but continued to be impacted by tropical storm winds of up to 100 miles from the center. While the hurricane watch has been lifted, a tropical storm warning remains in effect for Grand Cayman. An update now from the National Emergency Operations Center on the widespread impact of Tropical Storm Grace. Here's Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sollins. Hazard management lifts a hurricane watch for the Cayman Islands as Hurricane Grace moves west-northwest at 16 miles an hour. A tropical storm warning remains in effect for Grand Cayman. As the weather system exited the Cayman Islands area, the National Emergency Operations Center responded to a high number of calls. The Department of Public Safety Communications has dealt with more than 130 calls in the last 24 hours, with calls continuing into the evening. Meanwhile, NEOC's own helpline responded to 180 requests for information and support between early and mid-morning. Travel Cayman teams, which have been working throughout the severe weather event, to monitor and support more than 1,300 persons quarantining privately or at government facilities, also dealt with some 60 calls in the same period. NEOC's Debris Clearance Committee is already out in the field on Grand Cayman and Cayman Brac, working to clear roads among other tasks. Damage assessment committees in Cayman Brac and Little Cayman have already made preliminary assessments of those islands. The Grand Cayman team have begun their own evaluation process, which is more wide-ranging in line with the proximity of the hurricane's path to the south coast of Grand Cayman. Meanwhile, Cayman Water Company has since restored its distribution network in West Bay, which it had disconnected earlier this morning. The Water Authority says there are no outages on its distribution system, but there are reports of service lines being damaged by fallen trees. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. For more information, visit gov.ky. Cayman has borne the brunt of the storm, and now Premier Honorable Wayne Panton says it's our turn to do our part to ensure that we return to normalcy as soon as possible. The storm has impacted all of us, whether through loss of power or water, wind knocking down trees and breaking glass, or boats being torn from their moorings. Worse, some of us have seen the effects of storm surges and the flooding caused to some waterfront properties, most notably on canals. We will always remember Greece. 
But it is still by the grace of God that the disaster was not far worse. We should, and we do, give thanks for that. Our authorities did a magnificent job from predicting the storm's path and intensity to the well-organized preparations that were quickly and flexibly put in place. Our collective thanks go to the National Emergency Operations Center, NEOC, and the team of dedicated officials and volunteers for their tremendous efforts. Premier Panton, along with His Excellency Governor Martin Roper, assessed damage and flooding earlier today to ensure the necessary resources are deployed to assist those in need. Please be safe and follow all precautions when clearing debris in your homes and surroundings. Make sure stagnant water is not left standing around your homes lest mosquitoes begin to breed. Let us keep our children, our elders, our vulnerable, and ourselves safe in the coming days and going forward. God bless these wonderful Cayman Islands, today and always. Officials with Caribbean Utilities Company, CUC, says restoration work has started and for some customers, power has been restored. More from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. The crews were initially unable to carry out their assessments across the island and start the restoration process with the challenges of the weather, particularly the sustained heavy winds. The restoration and assessment process is now fully underway. Four of the 25 feeders remained on during the storm. Seven feeders are now back on, and officials anticipate that these numbers will increase later tonight. Sixty percent of the restoration is anticipated to be completed tonight. CUC crews say they will work late into the night in order to facilitate the restoration for the remaining customers by tomorrow. Several poles have been damaged and these will have to be replaced before electricity can be restored. CUC has crews in the field dealing with assessments across Grand Cayman and will be working as quickly as possible to provide relief. For the latest, make sure to check out the outageviewer.cuc.ky website. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Customers are also encouraged to monitor CUC's outage map on their website. That is cuc-cayman.com. CUC is reminding motorists to be cautious on the roads as crews will be working on poles across the island. And another thing, pedestrians wading through standing water is dangerous. Representatives of the Neox Human Concerns Cluster confirm the number of persons in shelters now stands at 36 on Grand Cayman and 5 on Little Cayman. Shelters are open and will remain open for anyone who needs assistance. As a reminder, Deputy Director Carolina Fajera says only bring the essentials. Shelteries should bring with food and water supplies, important documents, toiletries, a change of clothes, any medication that they may be on, a sleeping bag or a blanket, and specialty items for the most vulnerable family members, such as toys or other activities for children and things that may bring comfort um, to the elderly. It's also important to recognize that we are still in in a pandemic and therefore part of your shelter kit needs to include a mask and hand sanitizers as a and other PPE equipment. To ensure the shelter is a safe for all, there are rules. Alcoholic beverages are not allowed in the shelter, nor are drugs or weapons or open flames. Um, it will be important for people to realize that they will need to sign in uh, once they arrive in the shelter um, and that they will um, need to familiarize themselves with rules. The shelter management teams will be there um, to assist people as they come through um, and to give them the the correct information. If you're looking to get prepared prior to coming to the shelter or need an idea as to what to bring to the shelter, check out the Cayman Islands Red Cross page, redcross.org.ky. Heavy winds from Tropical Storm Grace cause some trouble for Cayman Airways Limited on the tarmac. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. 
During the passage of Tropical Storm Grace early this morning, Cayman Airways' two retired B737-300 aircrafts that were in storage on the tarmac by the airline's hangar at Owen Roberts International Airport were displaced by the wind from their parked and fully choked positions. The nose of one of the aircrafts came into contact with a perimeter fence which caused some damage to the ray dome, commonly known as the removable nose cone. Cayman Airways' aircraft engineers will thoroughly assess and repair the damage when it is safe to do so but as these B737-300 aircrafts are not in active service and are currently in a storage program, the airline's normal operations are not expected to be affected. All active-duty aircrafts will also have appropriate inspections and checks to ensure that each aircraft suffered no hidden damage from exposure to the extreme winds associated with the passage of Tropical Storm Grace before being returned to service. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The airline anticipates having a serviceable fleet for aircraft Thursday, that is August 18th, provided the results of the necessary inspections and checks prove to be satisfactory. And what was it looking like out there? Callers have been ringing into Radio Cayman to help paint the picture. There's still a lot of rain, still a lot of wind and a lot of vegetation that a lot of people are going to be missing and probably are going to have to replant, uh, including uh, our dear, dear mango tree. Pretty heavy winds and a good amount of rain. Um, not The flooding isn't too bad on this side so far, but yeah, definitely have a decent amount of damage to our fruit trees. Um, one, one of our mango trees went down, um, and another one of our mango trees, the... Uh, a good amount of the branches have broken at this point and yeah but at this point things are kind of easing up and we're still getting rain but and a decent amount of flooding but not too bad you have different areas of you know that the damage that varies up around spots and higher there's a lot of foliage damage um and some some structural damages to uh buildings like you know uh, exterior skins that have peeled off, you know, the metal buildings and stuff like that. You know, one of the things that that perplexes me is people are already at the grocery stores, the little convenience stores, breaking the doors down. They're at the gas station waiting to get fuel and stuff like that, you know. And they're not in emergency vehicles. They're just, like, in civilian cars and stuff like that, you know. This weather is still bad. Like, what, do, what are they doing now? Brand fragments thrown over the road. See the uh, tree is up at the lighthouse. It looks like you put fire on them. That's from the salt that was... Uh, what happens when the currents meet up at the end of the bluff, there's an upsurge of splash, and then the wind picks the fire, the water up, and uh, just toss, carries it over the end of the bluff and onto the trees. That's quite a phenomenon. It's an extraordinary thing that happens in Cayman Brack. It happened uh, during uh, Gilbert. The um, sun is across the road by the public beach in Borden Town. Trees are down there and so forth. But um, any of the crews that are out there, and Annabelle, they can clear Tuckerman's lane in Savannah. It's blocked. Um, the residents down there won't be able to get in or out. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.